Here's the cat mama herself, Melissa Newman, making the world a better place for cats with the Cat Show podcast. Meow to all my cat people out there and welcome to episode three of the Cat Show podcast. This episode is from a video interview recorded with Jenny from Cat Pads that is available on my Facebook page and YouTube channel. It's all about cat containment and why it is so important to consider this for your cat. I say in the video, but I want to say it here before we start, that my greatest regret is those cats that I was responsible for looking after, either dying or going missing in my care. And that we can't do anything to change the past, but we can make different choices in the future. So with that said, let's listen to the interview. So today on Cat Talk, we have Jenny, who is joining us from Cat Pads. Thanks for joining us, Jenny. My pleasure. Excellent. Now, we're going to be talking about cat enclosures today, and you guys do uh, installations of cat enclosures, but I know you're a big advocate across the board of making sure that cats have got good environments, whether it's done by you guys or whether it's a DIY or whatever. Tell us what actually got you into doing some of the cat pad um, enclosures to start with. Okay. Um, um, About six years ago, we lost, uh, we had a very special cat called Lewis. He's a Russian blue. And um, we lost him on the road outside the front of our house. So that was pretty devastating. Um, I think I just kept crying. (laughs) for weeks and um, we uh, we had the opportunity of adopting two other Russian blues that needed rehoming. They, they were Adelaide cats from an Adelaide breeder but they were living in a family in Sydney that were relocating overseas. So we, we managed to um, have the confidence of the owners to say, yep, they're going to come over to us and we just looked at it at the whole situation, it was like we couldn't go through this again. And a lot of our clients say this, I just can't do it again. You get to a certain point. And um, so we we ended up um, getting um, an enclosure. We looked at the enclosures and we ended up getting, it was an interstate firm at the time, enclosure built. My husband is a builder and, um, and he was just looking at doing doing his building he'd been in bathrooms 15 years building bathrooms he wanted to change so we actually looked at and uh, the whole idea of building uh, enclosures in and just being adelaide based and for south australia and using as many products as we could that were south australian because uh, a lot of all the the steel got shipped down from Queensland and stuff that really could have been bought here. Yep. So it was um, a combination of the the personal loss or, and, and tremendous feeling of guilt, actually. And I, I still have that with Lewis, other yep. than now the cat enclosures that we build are virtually Lewis's legacy. So yep. it was a very pers- personal loss. And then um, making the decision to do um, to put these two cats, which were outside cats on the north shore of Sydney, mm-hmm. uh, and um, to actually uh, build an enclosure around our deck, barley hut, come uh, fern, palm garden, 
uh, enclose that, use the netting because um, Peter said, I don't want to see it. I don't want yeah. them to be in a cage. Yeah. I don't want it to look like a cage. So the netting was absolutely fantastic. You don't, you don't think it's so low vis. And uh, that was stage one of their cat enclosure. It it has since grown yep. uh, from our own builds and we've got little Burmese that uh, he heads over away from the Russian blues because they sleep all day and he's a bit bored, I think. Um, and he, he heads over to a converted aviary. And, and, and if people do that, that's a great thing to do, yep. convert an aviary if they want to. Yeah. Um, some of these things can be your own projects. It, yeah. it really doesn't matter. It is about um, um, responsible cat management. And I would say that, that I let that slip with Lewis myself um, um, but, and, and pet ownership, um, yeah. responsible pet ownership. So yeah. our little Burmese Paddy, um, named after cat pads, of course, um, he heads over through the garden, up over a skywalk and over into the aviary and spends hours over there watching a, another aspect of our, our garden. Yeah, excellent. I've got to say I'm, I'm completely with you on there. I think my biggest regret across the board from, you know, years of owning cats is those cats that have either been um, killed or gone missing in, under my care. Like it's, it's something that you never forget. And, um, yeah, it's, it really does, and I'm sure anybody that understands cat ownership and, and has that relationship with cats, cats in particular, and dogs as well, but cats more so, you build that relationship with them. So it really, it's a, a lot part of your family. They are part of the family and you have to have a relationship with a cat for them to be part of the family. Like there's a very strong bond with cats and they're, they're humans. So... Um, so I'm completely, I'm getting goosebumps talking about the fact that, you know, it, it really is something that haunts you. We, and so you can only start from today as to, you know, what you're going to do with your pets and your animals and that sort of thing. But, yeah, the more that you can have them looked after, the better. So yeah, we actually, there's a lot of um, benefits in building an, an enclosure. Obviously, that's probably the main one is that safety aspect. Um what are some of because I mean oh, it gives you that peace of mind that you know that the cats are going to be safe. What are, there's a lot of benefits though, isn't there, for actually having um, your cats um, in in some kind of enclosure or indoors? Well, that's, um, one of the most common things that in feedback we get is it gives we've got peace of mind and and those first phone calls that. Um, uh, people make to me are often quite emotional. As you said, you've just yep. got months talking about something. So that phone call through to through to us needs, I, I think, is a first stepping point in moving on, um, that you are doing something. Um, but basically, um, look, the risks out there for cats being attacked by dogs, uh, run, run over like Lewis was, um, getting lost, um, getting contagious diseases, feline AIDS, all of that is out there as, as um, factors that can limit your cat's life. Mm. Um, quite costly. Now, I have to say vets have been fantastic in supporting uh, containment and uh, recommending um, the cat enclosure businesses in, in Adelaide, including yep. ours. Um, because as much as it's business for them, 
they really don't want to uh, be dealing with um, injured animals, yes. whether it's cats, yeah. dogs or otherwise. Um, it's actually quite upsetting mm. uh, for them. And um, so if it's preventable, um, it, it's this is a way of, of doing that. So sometimes um, vet bills um, from snake bites uh, in mm -hmm. summer, um, all of that are um, quite high and... Um, in comparison, when you look at us building an enclosure, yep. it's quite reasonable yes. um, to build an enclosure. So that yep. sort of cost difference um, can be a real factor, particularly if um, there's abscesses of, on, on pets and they've got to have it treated and yep. be back yep. for treatment. One of our clients the other day said, I've been, the cat's been to the vet twice this week. Yeah. Uh, so imagine that that might have been a bit... Uh, costly. Look, neighbours are a big thing too, um, Melissa. Definitely. I completely agree with that. I think a lot mm -hmm. of people don't consider that that you, when you're responsible for an animal, you're not just responsible for their well-being, but you also have to be a good neighbour and a good community person, don't you? That's right. Um, neighbours do get upset with cats coming into their yard and using their veggie patch as a toilet or, or something like that. So um, there's also a risk also with your cat jumping fences and going over into neighbours' places that there's sometimes dogs there that um, aren't particularly friendly towards cats and um, owners of properties that perhaps don't like cats. And unfortunately, that is just a fact. Not everybody um, yeah. supporter of cats. Um, I actually think that's a really important point that a lot of the time people don't want to talk about the really nasty things that can happen, but... There are a lot of people out there that are not necessarily um, nice people and are not yeah. going to be nice to animals um, in yeah. general. So we do have to actually consider that, you know, not everybody's nice like we are. Not everybody wants to care for those little um, people around the place with fur. Um, yeah. And that there can be some nasty, nasty people with some nasty ideas of what they want to do with some of these animals out yeah. there. So, yeah, very important point. I, I guess a big one, and I live in the Mitcham Hills and we do a lot of work up with Adelaide Hills and, and uh, Mount Barker area, yep. and wildlife has come back through um, the uh, community consultation programs, yep. the wildlife being protected and cats not killing. It's not just birds, it's the little lizards, it's everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, is a big is a big thing. Now, cats are territorial and they are hunters, and mm -hmm. that's and so it's about sort of um, looking at how you deal better with those two personality or or traits yes. of, of a cat. Um, yes, that, um, some are better at hunting than others. Um, granted, um, but the wildlife and protection of wildlife is a big issue. We have definitely. Put I um, built an enclosure for Monato Zoo um, mm -hmm. a couple of years ago where they were developing a native um, flowers type trail and our cat enclosure was at the end. And so basically their message is, yes, you can attract the birds into your garden with all these um, beautiful natives, but have your cat enclosed at the yep. same time. 
And that's a really good, again, a really good point. We have a couple of um, areas where we've got outdoor areas for our cats. And one of the favourite things that they like to do um, is that little chatter that they do to birds. Like they'll watch them and they love them and all that sort of stuff. But we know that they're not out there killing them. And obviously we have lots of other enrichment because we've got Abbeys and Somalis. So they're pretty um, athletic cats anyway. Um, So we uh, play with the teasers and that sort of thing to, to give them that stimulation. But being able to see the cat, uh, the birds, and enjoy the birds and the sunshine and the fresh air is just as much enrichment to cats as what chasing and killing them would be. It's like watching Netflix, isn't it? You get a cat out there and they're just sitting up on their ledge and they're watching the the birds all day. Our birds just been uh, in Blackwood. we feed the uh, the parrots, and we know our pairing parrots around the place, and, yep. and whatever. Um, and we've got a beautiful family of magpies up in a couple of gum trees. Yeah. And um, the funny thing is, the birds know if the cats are out now. They do, don't the they? A door has been left open, and Max, one of our cats, has decided because he's he's the one that thinks he's the uh, great adventurer and he's the (laughs) scaredest cat of all. Mm -hmm. Um, But he gets outside and then panics. But the birds let me know he's out. They carry on like Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. And um, we, one Christmas we extended our enclosure um, and uh, the cats were in a new bit of the garden, you know, um, walking around. Well, the birds went absolutely (laughs) off their heads. And then they realised they were behind netting. Yeah. And then they all calmed down. <laughs> but um, and, and, but uh, I think there's a thing too that uh, the birds aren't going to come into your yard if there's yeah. cats in your yard. That's smart. They, they yeah. know when cats are out there wandering and they know they're predators to them. Yeah, well, we're the same. We've actually got quite a large um, family of magpies that live in our front yard, backyard, and in just this part of the, the street. And they're the same. They actually tease the cats. They will walk in front of the areas and they know. They do it here too. That's hilarious. Yep. Yep. It's so funny to watch. So it's great. One of the other benefits um, is that owners spend, uh, can spend more time with their cats. Uh, yeah. We have a, a client who sadly lost her husband um, and she they had she was left with the two Bengals, which were her husband's cats. Um, their names were Hunter and Phantom. So that tells you a little bit about the personality of the cats. Yep. <laughs> and she was really struggling because Bengals like to have a, an owner that's a yes, little bit older. So. Right? Yeah. And they were missing um, their owner. And uh, so they were just badly behaving for her. So scooting out the back door, she was trying to chase them and get them back in. She had a, her ankle in a moon boot waiting oh, no. for her. Mm. It was way too much for her. And um, in the end, we built an enclosure for them to a side of the house that wasn't a so We normally say, what about a social area where you can sit down and have a cup of tea with your kids? Um, but for this lady, she needed respite. And so the cats, we built an enclosure with a whole lot of big ledges, a pipe that they could run through, you know, just different activity. Um, um, Lots of enrichment. Yeah. Yeah, lots of enrichment. So little builds that help 
the um, help the cats do that. And she found that the cats then, uh, plus they had their pet door to come and go because yep. cats like to choose when they go out. Yep. And she formed a much stronger relationship with those cats. They yep. came up, they purred, they nudged her, and then they scooted out again. They were <laughs> so happy to, to have this environment. Yep. And Phantom, I was reading my notes about, um, about the cats and her, this story, and Phantom then started to come at night time and sit on her lap. Yeah. And they were exhausted from the day. Yeah. Um, and she she just said it was amazing. They started to form a much closer bond with mm. with her. Um, and that's one of the most interesting things when you, in her case, even though she lived with those cats, it's almost like she had to readopt them. And you can't push cats into anything. You kind of have to give them the space to come to you. And again, it's all about that building that relationship um, with cats, which is very different to a lot of other animals. Yeah, that's fascinating. Look, look, yeah, look, um, the tr the cat tracker program has been absolutely brilliant. Uh, I think it's one of the largest surveys in the world of cats. That was done with the South Australian government, was it? South Australian Uni SA. Yeah, um, uh, did that and. Um, they, uh, well, a few years ago, had done over 4,000 cats. And mm. they put, for those that don't know, put the little GPS on the back of the harness or on the collar of a cat. And they track where the cats went and what time they went. And mm. they could pick that, not only the distance they travelled from home, but basically the different times of the night they would move into areas and that would be their territory, their patch. Yep to defend and then when one moved out the other one would move in i actually noticed that with our four our four cats at home just yep. with you know where they sleep and yep. if one's on my you know on my lap then and moves off the next one will come in and yep. it's sort of quite fascinating on that territory side mm. of things um but the distance um cats roamed were the average distance was half the size of Adelaide Oval or something like that. Wow, that's amazing. Um, huge. Um, so for people that thought their cats were stayed in, they mm. were actually surprised that they moved the distance they did. And, of course, night time is um, probably the, the most uh, interesting yes. time for cats to be out. Um, so a lot of the... Um, uh, uh, councils now are coming in with... Um, looking at curfews, curfews yeah. Uh, yeah. brilliant um, because cats also get out and hunt during the day and yep. you know, can get bowled over during the day. Um, but it, they, it's a start where yep. they're asking for people sun up for sundown um, uh, that yep. uh, they, yep. they're okay, but then once the sun's gone down to enclose, put them back yeah. inside. It's For amazing us. with um, with cats like that, though. It's amazing how quickly they can actually adapt to my cats just ran through. <laughs> <laughs> my Abby's just went crazy and ran up and over the couch and out again. Um, but like, with um, cats, they do tend to like, um, like they're very uh, strict in how they have things. Like they like things at certain times of days. And we've got Abyssinians, which if we leave them out at night time, they just go absolutely insane. So our Abbey cats actually have their own bedrooms at night time and they get fed and they go to bed and it's the way that we keep them calm and asleep at night time 
Because otherwise they would, like, when we first got our first Abby, all he wanted to do was play all night and then he would sleep all day. So we've kind of um, massaged their routine so that mm-hmm. they know that through the day is their playtime and through, at night time that's when everybody goes to bed. And, of course, it gives the um, our poor domestics a bit of a, a uh, relief from the Abyssinians <laughs> because they're pretty full on through the day. So, yeah. um, But it's amazing how you can um, use... Uh, that sort of uh, changing of their their routine to so that the cats are happy and that the people are happy and everybody's happy in that environment. Yeah, that's right. And every household is different, and yes. uh, just got to uh, work out a routine. Um, yes. Ours get fed at six thirty in the morning. Peter's up, ready, you know, packed, getting yep. ready for the day of building. Um, so they don't get fed before 6.30, yep. uh, even though they stomp on all over you sort of thing, <laughs> you know, wake you up. Um, and 5 o'clock, I swear, Zena, one of our Russians, the only girl in the family other than me, yep. um, she knows she can read the time. 5 yep. o'clock, she's within minutes of it that yep. it's now time to, you know, have tea. Yep. And mind oh, you, it's the same. Yeah. Uh, Derek Bennett's exactly the same. If he, uh, if I'm running late with dinner at night time and it's time for him to go to his room and have his dinner, he starts getting really naughty, so I'll put him away. It's very yeah. funny like that. So they, yeah. they, it's amazing. They like to the minute, really, aren't they? They are. They mm-hmm. are, absolutely. And it's good for them, I think, to have that routine. They're, they're safe and uh, yeah. they know know what happens. Um, yep. The Russians are usually in other than Max. He might be out at night time a bit, but Paddy is always, he is out in the enclosure at night time. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he, he's on the top sky skywalk watching the um, um, possums. I'm sure he's got possum friends yep. and uh, he's just out there. And that's, that's the best thing. That's, that's awesome. Being, if the fact that they can actually go out at night time but still be safe and not mm-hmm. annoy the neighbours and not mm-hmm. get into trouble, but can still check to see what's going on. It's a fabulous um, thing for them from an enrichment safety perspective. It's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So we're, um, it's, it's just changed, obviously it's changed our, our world a bit because we now have the absolute um, privilege of building and across Adelaide. Yeah. And... Um, and we do go down to Victor Way. We've got clients uh, there at the moment that are waiting for enclosures to be built. Um, and out Murray Bridge, we've built a cat boarding facility out there. Yep. Uh, yep. Just all sorts of different projects that we've been lucky enough to do. The cat community and owners are just absolutely fantastic. What lovely people. And, of course... Completely agree. Yeah, could not agree with you more. So we, you know, it's um, we're at the end of our working life in in a way because I spent over 40 years in government um, and Peter's been a builder for a, a long time now, over 35 years. Um, and so he's got that building knowledge. Um, we're very, very lucky to... We've always had cats, Peter and I. We've used to have Burmese when we were first married. Um, so we've always had cats. Um, Peter is a bit of a cat person. <laughs> yeah. Plus he's bird, bird person too. His mum had um, um, parrots and uh, they've always been interested in, yep. in 
um, in particular Australian birds. Yeah. Um, and uh, we just so we just feel so lucky to be yep. doing this and being able to communicate and and connect with so many people and uh, let them talk through what uh, they're wanting to to do and. Uh, not every cat enclosure is the same. It's uh, yep. we usually attach them to a house, so it we try and take in the design of the house and uh, keep it as minimal looking as possible. Yeah. Um, and um, yeah, we've uh, yeah, pre-COVID we were in everybody's houses. Um, <laughs> we're doing it a little bit differently now with yep. trying to do a few more off-site quotes, but yeah. In, in, Maybe we'll go on site. Go and check it out. Yeah, company. that's cool. That's cool. Mm. I think you're right about the um, cat people, though. And I think um, I the blokes that I know who are um, people who really like cats are also really, really lovely people. Um, cat mm. women as well. Both, and I think it goes back to, again to that. You've got to be able to build a relationship with a cat. It's not like a dog that will just come and wag its tail and want to pat. A cat, you've got to trust you before you can really build a relationship with it and I, I swear that's why cat people um they some people don't understand cat people but when you are a cat person when you're a cat woman or a cat daddy you do know that it's because it's that relationship and that's what makes cat people really good people I think because they do care they have that compassion and and caring um inbuilt I think yeah yeah, yeah, cool. All right, well, I think we'll end it there. But thank you so much for the chat today, Jenny. Really, really enjoyed it. I think there's some excellent information in there um, about good, responsible cat ownership and um, and different ways of um, being able to enclose um, your cats. Thanks for listening to that interview and thanks to Jenny from Cat Pads for making it happen. I think it had some great points and important reasons why cat culture must change. Feel free to email me at meow at melissanewman.com.au if you have any questions or comments. And please consider joining our community over at patreon.com forward slash catmama. Our next episode is all about scaredy cats and how to bring them out of their shell. Looking forward to you joining us then.